It's a special holiday-themed episode of Locked on Hoosiers today as we look at what should be on the wish list for some of the Hoosier uh, teams, men's basketball, football, women's basketball. Santa could bring them a gift. What should they be wishing for? We're going to have a little fun today to send you into the holidays. You are Locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, guys? It is Christmas Eve, Friday, December 24th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news, analysis, recaps, previews, and today a little bit of fun as we uh, look at uh, what the Hoosiers should be wishing for this holiday season. Thanks, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button wherever you're at, whether you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app on your phone or on your computer, just hit that subscribe button. Helps us out a ton. It's been an awesome year. I can't thank you guys enough for the support you've given as we've launched this show, uh, starting with a tumultuous football season, but basketball season has treated us well. I want to thank you guys for for all the support you have given. Uh, you can continue to support us on Twitter by following at LO underscore Hoosiers or on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, a, a fun show today. There's not going to be any recaps. The women's basketball team played on Thursday. We won't really have any recap of that. I just wanted to keep it light, give you something to listen to while you may be baking or decorating or unwrapping presents, whatever it may be. We're going to look at what should be on wish lists. Uh, if Santa could provide each of these teams a gift, what they should be asking for. We're going to keep it somewhat realistic. We're going to start with men's basketball. Obviously, every team would just ask for Chet Holmgren <laughs> from Gonzaga. Uh, that would be simple. Or they would just simply say, give us, you know, whoever the best player. Give us a Kyrie Irving. Give us a Christian Leitner. Give us a whoever. Um, that would be simple. I could just sit here and say, I, you should ask for Victor Oladipo. Uh, that, that would be simple. And maybe they should ask. But I'm going to try to keep it a little more realistic. I think it makes the exercise a little bit more fun. If I'm looking at this men's basketball team, I think there's two things, and I've written down two things for every team uh, that they could be asking for. The first in terms of on the court is a table-setting point guard is kind of how I worded it. Point guard play, we've talked a lot about this season. We've talked a lot about Xavier Johnson. We've talked about the Finnessy versus Lander debate. Rob Finnessy has played better of late, but uh, ultimately point guard play has been one of the X factors of this team. When they've played well, it's because Xavier Johnson has played well. When they've lost, it's because uh, not solely, but it's it, it's largely due to um, – I, I just always think back to that Wisconsin game. The end of that Wisconsin game with Xavier Johnson – just kind of throwing shots at the rim without any intent, it seemed like, and how things spiraled for that. So if I were if I were the Hoosiers, I'd be asking for some type of kind of veteran point guard that could run the offense, uh, 
could get you into things. And an added bonus would be if they could knock down a three-pointer, provide some spacing. Um, they don't have to be kind of the do-it-all point guard. You just really need someone to help the team get settled, uh, keep the team composed, know when to go to what player, things of that nature. And then if they could knock down a three-pointer, that would be a huge bonus. Kind of the ideal version. Um, it might go against what I said at the beginning, but even just like a Jordy Halls type of guard. Um, Jordy obviously was really, really, really good, but he was someone who uh, he wasn't really like a three-level scorer or anything, but he could get you into the offense. He could knock down three-pointers. Um, and if the Hoosiers had someone even 75% of what Jory Halls was, this team would be unlocked greatly. Uh, this team really needs um, consistent outside, outside shooting, even a little bit more. I know that their shooting has improved, but if you get one more consistent guard shooter, that opens up the floor drastically for, for Trace Jackson Davis. But more, most importantly, they need someone that can just direct things on the court, just be a coach on the floor. So that would be kind of their on-court wish. Each of these is going to be one kind of roster on-court wish and one kind of thing that isn't related to the makeup of the team. For the Hoosiers right now, I would say they need to wish for a quality road win. Uh, they, they've only had two real true road games. They had the Notre Dame game on a neutral court. Cambridge Fieldhouse kind of turns into an IU home game most times in Indianapolis. So their true two true road games have been their two most frustrating performances. Probably not coincidental. The Syracuse loss, the Wisconsin loss. Just thinking back to how differently we would feel about this Hoosier team if they were able to complete the comeback against Syracuse or if they were able to just hold off that collapse against Wisconsin and you're looking at an 11-1 team with a really big road win, just the opinion of this team would change dramatically, I think. Uh, so right now, I would say this team needs a really good road win. The problem is that's not going to be an option, really, until we get into the middle of January. Uh, they go to Iowa on January 13th. Um, after that, you're looking at Maryland at the end of January. Uh, Northwestern and Michigan State in the middle or early February. So there's not a ton of chances for it, but I think that's the biggest thing. The Hoosiers have won, have beaten Notre Dame, which I think will be a, a good win. Uh, St. John's, has, that win was better early in the season. Um, they're still, St. John's is still a decent team, but they don't really have a big win and they don't have a win outside of Indiana. I should say. So those are the two things. If I were the Hoosier basketball team that I would be asking for from Santa, have it down on their wish list. Hope they've been nice this season and get that gift. Football. There's a lot of things this football team could be asking for. I limited it to two, but uh, before we jump into that, BetOnline has you guys covered this holiday season with more props and odds and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use your just use the promo code 
locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC and even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. When you're sitting at home on Christmas and maybe watching NFL, watching NBA, head to BetOnline, throw some money down, get that free uh, 50% welcome bonus as well this weekend. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview for 2021. It has local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins today. If you guys need a second listen today, uh, while you continue baking, head on over there. Listen to that. This football team is, you know, it, it's a bit of a mess. It's uh, after a historic season in 2020. It was historic for the wrong reasons in 2021. They do not win a uh, game against a Power Five school. It just a just a weird season. Um, the last the last remark about their schedule is that with Rutgers uh, replacing, I believe, Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl, that means every team on IU's schedule, except for Idaho, uh, made a bowl game this season. So I'm not going to make any more excuses for them. We're not here to complain about that season. We're here to try to see what they could wish for to get better. If you're looking at on-field things, I think the answer is pretty obvious because it was the talking point the whole season. Just give us an average offensive line. I'm not even asking for a like peak Wisconsin offensive line or anything of that nature. Just an average offensive line. One that sometimes wins battles, sometimes might lose them, but there are victories in there. Because the ver- or the uh, offensive line that the Hoosiers have had for much of the last two seasons just does not win battles. Uh, in 2020, it was covered up by Michael Penix being spectacular. When he wasn't able to be spectacular, we saw what happened in 2021. Everybody was getting flattened. Quarterbacks were getting injured. Running backs were getting injured. I'm not putting all of that on the offensive line, but that offensive line was really, really bad. And it just derails so much of what you're able to do on offense if you can't block anything. So just give the Hoosiers an average offensive line and be able to unlock some of those things on offense. It's <laughs> There's a lot with this team um, that you could add that they might need. It's a whole new offense that is going to come in here from the offensive coordinator to who's going to be starting on the first game of the season to who's going to be catching passes to who's going to be running the ball. Uh, But that offensive line is what needs to change or so much of I use 2022 season is going to look just like it's 2021 season. So the Hoosiers have one wish. It is to get an offensive line that is able to uh, win battles in the trenches Away from the roster, if the Hoosiers need anything, 
even more than an average offensive line, it is to realign these Big Ten divisions because it is nonsense how they are aligned. It is, it makes life impossible for the Hoosiers uh, with who they're having to match up with. I think the best example of it was looking at the rankings for recruiting classes in the Big Ten. We talked a lot about how good IU's recruiting class was and how they ultimately finished with a top 20 class uh, with the late commitment of Cooper from, I believe, in the Lawrence North. Um, The Hoosiers were 17th in uh, Omar Cooper. You have Lawrence North. Helped them move up to 17th nationally, the recruiting class, and 4th in the Big Ten. But the point I want to make is if you look at the Big Ten rankings, of the top eight teams, seven of them are in the Big Ten East. Of the bottom six teams, all of them are in the Big Ten West. Iowa is the only team to break that from being just straight one division and the other. Iowa finished sixth, and Rutgers and Maryland finished just marginally below them. And then it's a big drop-off to the bottom six teams, Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Northwestern, Nebraska. This needs to be fixed. <laughs> like, I understand the idea of making it east and west, All these schools are chartering flights. These programs are bringing in money hand over fist. The conference is bringing in money hand over fist. It's it's hurting everyone that you're matching up Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, and Michigan State together each year. And for the Hoosiers, it means that each year they're going to have to face what will most likely be four of the top five or six teams in the conference without fail. While on the other side of the bracket, you have your Wisconsin's and your Iowa's getting matchups with Illinois, with uh, Nebraska, with Purdue, with Northwestern, who have been up and down. It's just, I mean, I don't want to use the word fair because the Big Ten doesn't care whether something's fair or not, but um, it's not balanced. I'll say that. That's a better way of putting it. So what the Hoosiers should ask for is for the Big Ten to realign the division's spread things out a little bit, make it a little bit easier, and make IU's life a lot easier so we aren't spending an inordinate inordinate amount of time talking about how difficult the schedule is next season because that was exhausting and I got tired of mentioning it, but it was absurd how good IU's schedule was, and that was because they were facing the best of the best in the Big Ten week in and week out just because of the way the conferences are aligned. And We mentioned that every opponent the Hoosiers face made a bowl game, save for Idaho. Two of the teams they face made the playoff. Um, It's nonsense that this is the case each year. So get rid of the geographical um, alignment or just make it north and south. I don't really care how you do it. It just needs to make a little more sense than what it does now because especially with IU – mostly trending upward. I can't say they're trending upward too much after last season, but mostly trending upward. That adds another kind of, I won't say contender, but another quality program in that division where if you put, I if you just swapped IU and Purdue in the Big Ten West, the Hoosiers are competing for the top spot in that division, I think, a lot of seasons, especially last year. Last year, they would have won that division and they would have played in the Big Ten title game. 
well, they would have made the Big Ten title game. I don't know. Obviously, the COVID outbreak they had, I don't know if they would have played in it, but they would have they would have qualified for the Big Ten title game. And even this season, as poor as that team was, if they're facing Nebraska, Northwestern, um, Illinois, instead of Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, or Michigan State, that changes things drastically. So realign the divisions, Big Ten, please. Uh, women's basketball team, we're going to give them some gifts as well uh, for this holiday season. But only after we talk about Built Bar, even for uh, the procrastinators out there, it's too late to get Built Bar by Christmas, but maybe you guys are celebrating a little bit after. So this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, all while staying high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. If you guys like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off today. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Women's basketball team uh, is in the midst of the best season, the best stretch in program history. So it'd be a little greedy if they were asking for a bit more, but you can never be too greedy. You can never ask for too much, especially at the holidays. So for this Hoosier team, kind of the on-court thing that they really need is just a a really a, a kind of a score off the bench. I was going to say sixth man, but I guess it'd be sixth woman off the bench to really provide a spark um, for the Hoosiers. They... They're, they're starting five, I would match up against just about anybody in the country. Um, that starting five unit, Grace Berger, uh, Nicole Cardano-Hillary, Alexa Goldblay, Mackenzie Holmes, and Allie Patberg are as good and experienced as any five in the country, but there's a pretty steep drop-off after that. And the Hoosiers can't really rely on anyone off the bench in any consistent way. Kendra Brown has had or a big game recently. Um, Chloe Moore McNeil has played well a couple times. She was not, or she knocked down a couple threes against NC State earlier this season. Grace Wagner is a, a contributor off the bench, but uh, not necessarily a producer, really. So, what the Hoosiers really need is a sixth person that is able to step in off the bench. Ideally, it'd be kind of a wing option that could come in regardless of who may be in foul trouble or what this, the matchup calls for. But beggars can't be choosers. They really just need someone who can consistently come in and score for this team because uh, that is really, I think, the biggest weakness of this team is just relying on someone that isn't in the starting five to produce. Now, when you have five players like the Hoosiers do that can score at a high level, 
Everyone except Alexa Goldblay is averaging double figures, and even she's at 9.7 points. But the drop-off from her to Keandra Brown in scoring is from 9.7 to 3.4. So that kind of shows you uh, where the Hoosiers are lacking in that regard. They certainly could use a scorer that could come in and help ease some of the burden on nights. We've seen some games where Grace Berger, Ali Patberg, or Cardano Hillary have struggled shooting. They had someone come in to kind of ease some of that burden. It might help because if they had someone like that, they wouldn't need their second wish, which I think is just a, a top 10 win. And it's rare that a team has multiple shots at that. The Hoosiers had that with Stanford and NC State uh, barely a week apart. They came close in both games. They lost by three to Stanford. The final score against NC State was an eight-point margin, but it was very, very close throughout, and NC State pulled away late. Um, the Hoosiers are going to get another shot at it in a couple weeks when they play Maryland, uh, and then they'll have a game against Michigan and end the season against Maryland. I think that's really the big thing that's separating them from being kind of considered one of the elites, and really they probably already are. I mean, as we record this, the Hoosiers are sixth in the coaches' poll, and outside of South Carolina, that top five, top six, really the top ten have kind of fluctuated throughout the season. Uh, they've The two teams they've lost to are currently ranked second and fourth, so it's a, <laughs> it's a lot to say they just need a top ten win, but they're going to get their chance – uh, against Michigan and Maryland this year. Iowa has played well there at 15th. They could potentially move up. The Big Ten is tough this year, but I think if the Hoosiers get a big win against the top 10 foe, uh, we may start looking – I shouldn't say we. IU fans are certainly looking at this team glowingly. Then The conversation nationally might change about this team and start to consider this team a real contender because – Again, I can't say this enough. I know the women's basketball team does not have the following that a lot of other programs do nationally, but this is a really, 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 really good women's basketball team. You guys really need to check them out when they're on TV. <laughs> but if you're around the area, go check them out. If you're sitting at home, find them on the TV. Watch these girls because this is a really fun team to watch. And this is a magical season that is not going to happen again anytime soon. So watch these girls while you can, and they're going to have some chances at that top 10 win in Big Ten Conference play. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back with you next week to uh, talk some IU men's basketball. We might have a special guest from the Big Ten Network on to talk about IU uh, now, for your second listen today, locked on, head to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the feedback, the conversations uh, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it may be. Leave a rating and review if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Most importantly, though, guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Uh, and most of all, L.E.O.